Now entering the Lucid Life Vibes portal. Welcome to the portal, the portal of manifestation, the wanted life. Why do some people manifest easily while others struggle to manifest what they want? That is the question. That is what has been coming forward in this incredibly fast moving right now energy. I have been feeling this separation in vibration. And I think a lot of us are feeling this almost like you could cut the tension with the knife. This vibrational divide, so to say, so to speak, where you can feel how there are those fellow humans that feel the lack, limitation, the oppression, and it leads to this guilt, shame, blame, jealousy, envy, this unwanted emotion and feelings within. And then there's those that are really in the flow and really tuned into what they want and manifesting that. And that is happening for a lot of people. They are really rising up with this energy, this ascension. Our last podcast was all about the rising up in the energy, the vibration, what this personal ascension and even planet earth, this rising up. And so it's really this rising up for so many right now. And there's many that don't feel that they're rising up. And I want to talk about that because I think there's a lot of people on both sides that are struggling. And I really have been feeling this two vibration, this either two sides or this divide or duality. And it's funny because as I said that, I'm looking at the recorder here in my recording studio and it had hit 222. And I'm looking at the time here and it's 5.05 as I'm in this physical now moment in this physical time and space. As I'm recording this in real time, it hit 2.22 as I was talking about the two. And it's 5.05, this mirror reflection of the five in between the zero. And the zero has been coming forward as well. So I would really like to provide this picture for you. If I could paint this picture for you in your mind. So I'd like to invite you to see the zero and then to see the five on either side, the 505, the 505, and to see that the fives are your hands So feeling for the five in one hand, the zero in the middle, and then the five on the other hand. This opening five is all about change, transformation, adventure. Life path number five is this adventurer. 
However, a lot of times the adventurer can feel more like a traveler that has to plan and save and make it happen instead of this open vibration of adventure. And so I just want to invite you to feel for your hands and the five, this physical shift, this physical manifestation of what is wanted, holding it in your hands, creating it with your hands. However, there's this zero in between, this zero point, the mind. So when you connect with the thoughts, the mind with what's wanted, the zero point of the mind, maybe it's the zero point, the target, the zeroing, zeroing in on what is wanted for you, where you can see right in the center, this is what I want. I want this. And then with your mind, sending it down into your heart, the heart's desires, creating that intention for yourself, the thought, the want, yes to this, yes now to this. I want this, yes now. You don't even have to write it down, but if you want to, you can. I remember when I was shifting and creating my wanted life that I'm in right now, I did everything because for me, I was so action oriented (laughs) and the busy work was something I was reprogramming. And now I allow the flow and move out of purpose and intention, not out of busyness. And I'm actually not busy. Busy is stressful. And a lot of times busy is an illusion or an excuse. And it's also a distraction and entertainment at times. And we're going to talk about all this as it comes forward. This is going to be a really amazing opportunity to allow the unwanted emotions and feelings to purge forward in this discussion, to let it go and to mentally say, this is not in my zero point. This is not what is wanted for me and let it go so that you can feel for what is really wanted and attract what is wanted. Because when you manifest, when you create, you got to let go of the stuff you don't want so you can create the space for it or else it's just too overwhelming. It's this idea of being a hoarder. (laughs) It's so overwhelming. And then it becomes chaos and confusion. There is this idea of hoarding of thoughts, hoarding of energy, hoarding of emotions and and, and all of it. Emotions, yes. (laughs) When your emotions and feelings that are unwanted and you just shove them down and hoard it and hoard it and shove it down, at some point, it's going to it's gonna come up. It's going to boil over or it's going to cause a problem inside. I mean, it's just like hoarding in a space. What happens? It's overwhelming. It's chaos and confusion. So there's this need to cleanse. And maybe it's the thoughts. Maybe it's other people's thoughts, other people's emotions. And really stepping away from picking up empathically from others. When you can breathe in your nose, out your mouth, calming yourself from head to toe, really feeling for yourself and knowing this is how I feel. 
So again, allowing the thought, the emotion, the physical feeling to come forward so you can see it, clarity, revelation. So within the revelation, within the clarity, there's unwanted much of the time. And those that are becoming the creators they already are, remembering, tuning into that, they're purging and letting go and not hoarding things from the past, not holding on. So there very much is a mental cleanse, an emotional cleanse, and a physical cleanse. A lot of people that enter into my coaching program, they have garage cells, estate cells. They clean out their closets. A lot of them move. There is this need to cleanse and clear the beliefs, the thoughts, the emotions, and know what are yours and what are other people's. So when you can breathe, enter into a meditative state of mind, I have meditations everywhere. I live stream meditations. They're on YouTube. They're on Spotify. They're on Amazon Music. I podcast. I'm a coach, but I'm also a guide, a meditative guide. I have endless amount of meditations for whatever it is, and they're short. It doesn't take long. And shooting yourself about meditations isn't the way to go about it either. I should meditate. I should Meditating is simply breathing in your nose, out your mouth, calming yourself with your breath, entering into the theta brainwave state of mind, relaxing, chilling. This is why I create relaxing ASMR content, sensory content, to relax about it, let go, chill about it, so you can enter into a theta brainwave state of mind. It is so beneficial for your whole body to relax. It is incredibly beneficial for your mind, for your body, for every part of you, every system of the body to relax, to let go, to breathe, to sleep, to heal. It's part of being human. This daily reset, this daily healing, every time you sleep, you're healing. When we're kids, we have so many stem cells that replenish and heal us. It's amazing. And as we get older, and depending on how you care for yourself, your mind and your body, depends on how many stem cells you have. <laughs> and so I'm not even going to get into this idea that we don't really age. It's a matter of moisture and stem cells because it is. And that's a whole nother podcast. And I'm excited to talk about that. But aging is an illusion. The human body is amazing. We are amazing. We limit ourselves mentally and physically all the time. So when we are opening to becoming these powerful creators that we already are, there's this tuning in to self, knowing self, and you got to relax about it. You have to sleep. Let go of the stuff that is a no for you. All of the clarity that comes forward, the revelation, you should revel in that, every bit of it, even the stuff that's unwanted because it shows you what you want. And when you can make it about you and not everyone else, 
and you can really get to the root of how you're feeling about things and what's causing the emotion for you. You know, for some people, it's a lack of magnesium. For some people, it's a physical healing that's needed. They're they're experiencing fight or flight. You know, fight or flight is a real thing. There's a lot of women that are going through menopause and they think that they've just been going through menopause for so long extended, but it's fight or flight. A lot of menopause symptoms feel like fight or flight. And unfortunately, a lot of humans are in fight or flight mode as a normal state of being. Like they think that's their natural state of being every day and it's not. It causes stress and stress causes sickness. And again, I'm not a medical doctor, so I'm not going to get into all of the details of that, but just bringing some thoughts forward for you, thought experiment, things to spark in you possible possibilities. What are you feeling for you? How do you feel about that? When you really allow yourself the now moment to tune into that innate knowing from yourself that says, this is what's best. This feels good. This resonates with me. And you tune everybody and everything else out. There's that self-guidance, that innate knowing you're your best teacher. You're your own inner shaman, innate guru. That's you. There's inner guidance, but it's a matter of trusting yourself and listening to the gut instinct and opening your hands, opening your mind, your thoughts, your words, your actions to allowing in and receiving what you want, that it is possible. When when you allow in what you know you want, Even when it starts with something small, your subconscious and ego see the manifestation, the receiving, the reward, the benefit and go, oh, yes, more of that, please. So the more your subconscious and ego see that this is possible and you're doing this, the easier it gets because there's this oneness instead of this duality, the separation this way or that way. So the ego and subconscious for all of us is keeping us safe. If if you were a child who was just super tuned in empathically, because again, being empathic is a choice. There is this natural empathy that we have in our with our intuition to know if that person is a yes or no for us. So we can empathically tune into others for self-guidance. And then there's the empathic ability, the psychic abilities, and you can tune in mentally, emotionally, physically. A lot of us with the energy that we're born with when we manifest here, it is very natural, those psychic abilities. And and so a lot of people take on this label of being an empath. But here's the thing. Every human has empathic abilities. So it's interesting because my husband's one of those people that say, oh, I, I, I'm not empathic. I'm not that. (laughs) 
And I would be more labeled as being an empath. And when there's no labels about it and you realize that all humans have access to these abilities, it changes everything. And so my husband realized he can tune in empathically. He just chooses not to because his energy and his life path is not one that is that empathic. He's learned. He's, he's this master 11, life path 11, self-mastery and Taurus and Virgo and incredibly independent and can go his own way and trust himself and chooses not to tune in because it's just too much and it's nonsense and it's other people's thoughts. And he goes his own way and trusts himself. So he chooses not to, but he realizes that he can tune in. He just chooses not to tune in. And he very much has what I call selective hearing. He is so good at tuning things out. It's amazing really amazing. And it's natural for him. And what's interesting is when he was younger, he was really given a hard time by family members and they wanted to label him this and that because of his focus or attention or what he was hearing. And now as an adult really tuned into who he is, he realizes that that has been serving him and it's actually a choice that he's been making. And I'm actually learning a lot from him and that and really applying a lot of that for myself. So I was born life path number 10. But when we got married in the year 2000, I did become this 11. However, I really had to become that. And as he was remembering being the 11, I was becoming that. And now we're both moving into this master builder 22 as we ascend and really beginning to shape and understand what it is to master build here on planet earth as we're moving through this higher vibrational part of the universe. We're in a different location and time in the universe. And so it's different now. Um, the physics are different. The energy is different, the vibration, the opportunity. And we're really opening to the guidance from the universe and the energy right now and our higher selves as we ascend to this ease and flow and master building and creating what we want. And there's this learning and growing and remembering, and there's this daily allowing this to happen and to not push the time but to relax about it and enjoy it. And there is this reprogramming of the mind as you really let go and purge the things from the past to open up, to open your subconscious and your ego to what is possible and not self-sabotage while you're shifting. You are shifting and the lack of knowing you're shifting, that's the illusion. That's the illusion. Like Yoda says, there's no trying. You're doing or you're not doing it. And a lot of times you're just not giving yourself credit for doing it or you're just not doing it because you're not choosing the thoughts. It's a daily choice. Every thought is a choice. 
Every word is a choice. And so as I was shifting, I really needed all the action. And I began to balance the relaxation with the action. I really did. And for me, the game changer, it was moving out of writing things into speaking things. So our voice resonates with ourselves. It doesn't matter if you like your voice or don't like your voice, because a lot of people don't like their voices. It's an opportunity for you to reprogram your thoughts and what you want and to get your subconscious and ego on board with what you really want by using your voice. So you can absolutely write it out. I did that too. I had so many journals. It was stacks of paper everywhere. I had post-it notes. I wrote it all the time. I had jars full of writings. I had post-it notes all over the place. When I moved, I was still finding post-it notes for myself, which is amazing. So if you're looking for a self-love affair, you can get a jar and fill it up with all the things that you love about yourself. And if you're having a day that you don't feel loved by yourself, maybe you're feeling some judgment, you pull out all those notes out of the jar and read them. Read them for yourself. Maybe it's making rainbow post-it notes and posting them all around your home or in drawers. So as you're opening things or living life, your own notes come flying forward for you. This happened for me. I put post-it notes in a calendar. I had a wall calendar. And so I got to one month and I was really struggling that day. And when I opened to the next month and I was actually feeling the stress of like bills and things that were due that next month, when I opened it, there was a post-it note for myself when I was having a really high vibrational day that said, you are beautiful. And I cried. It was amazing to receive the love from myself. Self-love There's no better love than self-love. I wish I could describe that. When you truly love yourself, everything is different. You, you, your, your, your vision, your perspective, the lenses in which you view your world experience and others. It's interesting because I realized that the timer here on my podcast and my recording studio hit 22, 22 when I said that talking about self-love. So earlier when it was 5.05 and it was 2.22 on the timer, we were talking about what is wanted and zeroing in on that and holding it in your hands and really manifesting what is wanted. And now it's 2 or 22.22 into this podcast and we're talking about self-love. Self-love is self-knowing. When you know yourself, there's appreciation. You understand yourself. You appreciate yourself. You begin to love all those things about yourself. Your imagination, your curiosity, your creativity, like even your taste in music and food your taste and style and how you, how you vibe and uh, like all of that, you, you fall in love with that. And it becomes this beautiful discovery of you and no more of these 
fake personas. I was one of those people that had like 20 different personas. So I would slightly alter myself when I was around other people to please them, to fit in a little bit better. And so it's just a slight different version of myself. And when I stopped doing that, it was uncomfortable. And what I needed to do was stop being around people that I altered myself for. So that's what I did. I, I stopped being around people that I altered myself around. I just stopped. And I got to know myself. I started doing silly little things that brought out the joy and play in me, my inner child. I started buying bubbles and I would do bubbles and coloring and just silly things. I would watch silly things, do silly things, things that just brought me joy and fun. And I would play about it. And I discovered myself through that. I allowed myself to have fun with music. I allowed myself to just see and explore and whatever could come forward and and did come forward. And I didn't alter myself for anyone. And I, and I got really honest with my family. The days that I just didn't have it in me to be wife or mom or whatever it was. And I needed to just be me and understand me. I would say, Hey guys, I just need to be me today. Can you guys let me off the hook? <laughs> not to be wife and mom today. Can you guys not, not ask me these questions or come to me? Can I just take the day off today to play and be me? And they would be like, absolutely. What can we do? I was like, let me just play. I, you know, I also would ask my husband, can we just not have conversations about money or bills or <laughs> family or unwanted stuff? And he would say, Absolutely. And so what's interesting is when I look back at our past as we were shifting, as I was shifting, and I'd be writing what I wanted all the time and making my post-it notes, right? I would request those around me that loved me that I didn't have to alter myself for. I would request to them what I needed. I didn't expect them to know what I needed because I was getting to know myself and trying to understand what I thought I needed. And what I would do is just be honest. I became an open book. I became transparent to those people that really loved me and appreciated me. And I would say to them, I'm having a day. I need this time for myself. And I would request to not have certain conversations because it would lower my vibe. It would, it would, it would cause a reactiveness in me, a triggered moment in me. And then I would prepare for things like when I would do my taxes, you know, that would become very stressful for me. And so what I would do was start shifting as the tax date arrived and would do things differently and comfort myself and set myself up for success and for it to be different. So as I was shifting, I would request from others around me and from myself to open to something new. Let's, let's not do the same things. Let's not have the same conversations. And when I didn't know how that looked or how to do that quite yet, I just would ask those that loved me and surrounded me and myself to be open and to let's, let's just have a different conversation. Let's shift this together. And what's interesting is here I am all these years later 
And we don't have these kind of conversations anymore. And when things do feel for me, lack and limitation or frustrating or not what I want, I let it be known. Ooh, here's what I really want. This is how I want to play it out. I tell the story I want and then say, what would it take for this to happen? I start asking the questions of the quantum of my higher self in the universe. And I get whoever is involved on board with asking those questions. And then I invite everybody to step away for a little bit or for the night, sleep on it, whatever, and come back. And what we're doing is we're reaching and we're opening for solutions, innovation for what we want to come, the open path, the yes, now response. And so it does take some time of allowing yourself to shift. And when you engage your voice, your voice resonates with you. And if you don't love the way your voice sounds, it's an opportunity for you to open. And maybe you're not even using your most authentic voice. And that's why it doesn't resonate with you. So there's quite a few people that have been in my coaching program that absolutely just fingernails on a chalkboard, their voice was for them, (laughs) excruciating, painful to listen to themselves. And I challenged them to open, not to find, not to locate, but to open to the voice they do love. So when I started doing meditations, when I started recording audios and videos, I didn't love my voice either. When I go live, when I live stream, I get really loud because I get excited and I'm interacting with people and I'm doing energy readings and I'm channeling and it's exciting. It's empowering. And when things really start just lining up and the synchronicity, it gets, whoo, the energy is amped and I'm all fire. So I get passionate and there was a time I didn't embrace my voice. There was a time that I allowed my voice to come forward for me and it did. I tuned into this natural, calm voice of mine. I tuned into softening and opening my voice. I even gave my voice a bank account. So I really became friends with my voice. And I have many voices and they're all authentic versions of me. They're not those fake personas like I used to experience. I choose the voice. It's intentional. Now, when I channel, sometimes other voices will come through. But when I'm doing a podcast or guiding a meditation or coaching or creating an ASMR video, I choose. So even with ASMR, I can have just a relaxed voice. I can have a soft-spoken voice and I can have a whisper. The whisper is a little bit of a challenge for me, but it's still my authentic voice that I've tuned into and it does resonate for me. This is why I love my own meditations and my own ASMR. I listen to myself because I know how powerful that is. So when you allow yourself to talk to yourself, speak to yourself, hear from yourself, hearing your voice, tuning into the authentic you, your authentic voice, and falling in love with your voice, 
that's powerful because it's knowing yourself. It's not this conceited, arrogant. It's not that. Self-love is not arrogance. Self-love is confidence, but confidence is not arrogance. I really feel that most arrogance, it's similar to this, this idea of choosing to behave like a narcissist is really when you dislike yourself. And I think that it's more of the, the fake personas. So this idea of narcissism and arrogance, I think is actually when you don't truly love yourself and the overflow of that is not authentic and it's not love. However, when you're confident in who you are and you truly love yourself, it's not arrogance. It's this overflow of joy and happiness. And most people will want to be around you. They just want to be around you. You're the magnet because you love yourself. And so a lot of people in my coaching experience this magnet situation where they become this magnet and they really start attracting other people and really attracting what they want. And it's because they open to themselves and they say, yes. And that is a form of loving yourself when you can say yes to the things you want, that you desire. And this is not a need-based discussion. So when we're talking about needing something, this is lack, limitation, and survival mode. When you're manifesting, it's from, I want this. It's the heart's desires. You think it, you connect with your heart, your hands. This is not charity. This is not begging. This is not scraping, scavenging. Now, being a forager, being a hunter, a gatherer, right? But we're not talking about scavengers, scraps, leftovers, lack and limitation, survival mode. Manifesting and creating out of what is wanted, the feel good, the wanted, the joy and happiness, this planet earth adventure experience, not here to survive this almost like apocalyptic vibration of everything is struggle and difficult. Now, were there struggles and difficulties? Absolutely. Have we all experienced trauma? Absolutely. However, the energy is different. We all came here for this. We're shifting this. The heaviness is going to fall away. There's going to be a separation, but there's a rising up. And so the old thoughts, the old ways, the old beliefs, they're heavy. They're dense. They're holding you back. When you let go of the heavy density, all of the vibrations and thoughts and words and feelings from the past that don't match who you are, and you allow that to become a past life, that was then, this is now, an opening to something new, and you're going to experience something new. And every day, you can wake up and say, today's a new day. This is, I'm experiencing something new. It is happening. It is happening. The energy is now. I am now. And start noticing what is new. Asking yourself when you wake up, today, what would it take for today I notice everything new? What if today I notice new beginnings? I see new things, new experiences. 
What if I just experienced some fun today, playing today? I love asking the universe and my higher self to show me how good it gets. How Show me how good planet Earth is. Show me how good life gets. I love luxury and comfort. I do. I'm manifesting traveling, but I'm going to travel in luxury and comfort because when I was a traveler a few years ago, it wasn't as luxurious and comforting. <laughs> and while I really enjoyed that, I want something different this time. I'm, I'm manifesting something different. And if every day I woke up and thought, well, it's not happening now. It's not now. I don't have those things now. I wouldn't be saying it is happening now. I'm so excited it's happening now. So when you sit in the lack and limitation that things are not happening for you, and then all of a sudden you look around and it seems like things are happening for other people, and then what happens? Maybe jealousy, envy comes into play. Well, how come it's happening for them and not me? Well, that comes back to you. That's just a mirror. The jealousy and envy is a giant mirror. When you feel jealousy and envy, it's a mirror asking you, what do you want? When you're jealous and envious of someone else else or something else or whatever it is, most of the time, you're not even understanding the reality. You could be in love with the idea of something. You think it's something, but in reality, it's not that. I mean, there is, there is this part of you, your higher self, that wants the very best for you and is going to protect you. And so there's going to be people and things that are a no for you because it's not the best for you. And so a lot of times when you're trying to make something happen and it's not a natural flow, and you just need to get out of your own way and not force that, a lot of times it's a no. I mean, a lot of times when that person doesn't respond to you, whether it's a relationship or a partnership or a project or a manifestation, whatever it is, it's a no, meaning there's something better for you. Oh, it's so fascinating. As I've been live streaming this past week, the amount of people coming into the live stream and even in the personal readings I've been doing this week, People attempting to reunite old relationships, like exes, people that I've had, like gotten a divorce, gone through legal divorce, and they want to get back together. This idea of going back in the past, restoring something that is lost, that is not the ascension vibration. That is lack and limitation, feeling like there's not a beginning. There are these cycles. There are things that are completed that are done. And by not opening and moving forward and holding yourself in the past, you can get stuck. And it becomes an illusion as well. So this idea of creating in your mind through your thoughts, your emotions and feelings, an idea of something, and you get so caught up in it, this could be playing out as relationships for you, manifestations for you. So many different things going on here. When you create something 
and then you feel like it's a no, the response is no. Sometimes it's a no, there's something better for you. There's something better. If you would just get out of your own way, let go, not make that thing happen, there's something better. Be flexible, be open, be willing, relax about it, chill about it, let go of it for a minute, sleep on it, breathe about it kind of thing. Just chill, surrender. Or you've created something that's not even realistic. It's not even what you think it is. It's not what you think it is, and it's not for you. You've created the idea of something that you're in love with. People do this all the time with other people. They project it onto others as well. Here's what's fascinating. There are many people that feel jealousy, envy, lack, limitation, guilt, shame, blame, whatever the the very low, these are the lowest vibrations. Lack, limitation, guilt, shame, blame, jealousy, envy, they're the lowest vibrations. It's what causes people to do the most unwanted things in life. Everything that you go to jail for is caused by those low vibrations. I'm going to say it again. Lack, limitation, blame, shame, guilt, envy, jealousy. It creates a monster of emotion and feelings. And it consumes that individual. And here's the reality. Most of the time, all that's festering and that unwanted emotion, it's not even real. It is... Something that somebody has created in their mind. And the reality of that is probably very different. A lot of people get in their minds what they think like another person will do for them. Whatever the relationship is, if I have that person in my life and, and now they've transferred all this energy onto this person. So much energy onto this person, whatever the, it could be parent, child. I have seen so many people transfer so much energy into their parents, blaming their parents for everything, all their problems, all their whatever. Or they move all their energy into their children to where their children, like they're just sucking the energy from their kids. Like everything, a lot of parents live through their children. It's incredibly sad to witness. It's so heavy. Or this, what you think is a love relationship, a life partner, somebody that will complete you. Again, a lot of people feel this twin flame, this, this soulmate vibration. You complete yourself. When you're whole and complete, you don't need to put all that energy into someone else. Instead, what you do is you enjoy all the relationships. So there are many people that hold the vibration of consuming another human, meaning they want them all to themselves. And when that happens, you can never love them enough. So I really feel like people who don't love themselves and people that really consume other people They're lacking self-love and fulfillment and feel empty. And they're constantly wanting somebody else to fill them up. 
Well, if this person would do this, well, if this happened for me, well, if this would, you see, whereas those that are really manifesting and don't feel jealous, envy, jealousy, envy, lack, limitation, guilt, shame, blame, those people that don't feel that stuff. It's interesting because it was 44, 44 minutes into the podcast when I said that. The people that don't, 44 is double foundation, eight, infinity, limitless. That's exactly it. People that don't give in to blame, shame, guilt, jealous, envy, survival mode, all of that, there is a foundation to them. They're not looking for anybody or anything else to fill them up. There's intention. There's purpose. They can fill themselves up with their thoughts and words. And and life is a choice. So here's where we're getting to on this. The fork in the road. The great divide. The duality. There are people that wake up every day and make daily choices. Daily choices to fulfill themselves saying yes to themselves, and nobody else is responsible for that, just themselves. And they listen to themselves. They hear from themselves. They're attuned, aligned. It doesn't matter what goes on outside of them. They get to make a choice. So when someone that that rolls their way or is along their path, that is vibrationally sucking the energy or whatever they're feeling, blame, shame, guilt, lack, limitation, envy, jealousy, they'll opt out and say no. And so here's the other side of it. Those who have not shifted into that and they really feel a victim to the energy and to other people and to everything happening around them and they haven't taken back their power haven't had that breakthrough for themselves, that mental breakthrough, that emotional breakthrough so they can feel it physically. What's happening is they're projecting. They're spewing. You can can smell it. You can feel it. This monstrous vibration of blame, shame, guilt, lack, limitation, jealousy, envy. And the people that are creating and making the daily choices and hearing from themselves, they're going to walk away from that. They're going to choose to not be a part of that. And so what happens is those people that haven't shifted yet and they feel a victim to things, they don't understand and they feel ignored. They feel unloved. They feel, and it makes it worse. It makes all the emotion and feeling worse. It magnifies it. And the illusion gets greater. And here's what it is. There's a vibrational divide. Those people that are making the choices for themselves and manifesting are going to keep doing it because it's a daily choice. They're just going to keep going. And the people that are not making the daily choice and are falling victim to whatever it is, they're going to be left behind from the people that are manifesting because there's a separation in the energy. And so what I have seen is a lot of relationships and marriages that can no longer move forward when there's a shift that occurs. And I've seen this in my my personal life 
with friends and neighbors, I've seen it. And specifically since the year 2020. I mean, I really think it started back in 2012 with the energy shift, but really in 2020, we can all feel it. And so there really is this conscious choice and decision a lot of humans are making to no longer live life with other humans because it's not their vibration, because they're manifesting, they're creating, they're doing. People that hear from themselves, that love themselves, that embrace who they are, that know what they want and are here for a planet Earth experience are not going to get caught up with people that are envious and jealous. People that that are a part of lack and limitation or guilt, shame and blame. They're simply going to feel that's not my vibration. I don't want to get caught up in that. And they're going to move on. Because the energy is so fast moving. And so I think what's happening is there's a lot of people that they've been sitting on the fence vibrationally. I want to manifest. I want to be that. I want to do that. I see that other people are doing that. But I just, it's not for me or I don't have, or whatever the excuses the lack and limitation, the guilt, shame, blame, whatever it is that that is telling them you can't, they can, but you can't. And at some point, at any now moment point, actually, they can make the choice to get off the fence. So here's what it looks like when you get off the fence. You've got your zero point, your focus on what you want. You know what you want because you've written it down. I want this. This is the life I want. And you start speaking it to yourself, whether you stand in the mirror with your voice and say, hey, ego and subconscious, I want this. I want this. I want this. I want this. Not from a place of need. Not from a place of need. From a place of want. I want to be safe and secure. I want to be provided for. I want to be free. I want to be whatever it is. When you can shift out of the lack limitation of need into the joy and happiness of what is wanted, that's the zero. Being human requires food, fuel, money, well-being, wellness, health. All those things are your natural. It's natural part of being human. So what would it take to not work for all that? What would that take for it to be natural to my human experience? Do you see how you can shift all of that? Instead of having to work hard for everything and do for everything, start allowing it in by shifting the thoughts. It's not about needing that. It's about wanting that. What happens when you just shift into, I want financial freedom? I want to freely have the fuel, the food, the money, the experience to go, do, have, be, whatever it is. What happens when you just start having that daily conversation with yourself? So asking questions is a wonderful way. Hearing from yourself with your voice, standing in the mirror, getting out an audio recorder. I want this. I want that. I want this. 
maybe a little affirmations for yourself, a list of what's wanted, maybe a little sleep time talking to yourself that you can listen to before bed, reminding yourself of who you are and what you want. When you're having that most high vibrational moment, writing yourself a note, post-it notes, recording an audio, telling yourself who you are. What would it be like if you listened to an audio recording or you stood in front of the mirror every day and you heard your own voice and you told yourself exactly who you are and how powerful you are and everything you want and desire? And you listen to that every day. It's 5.55 as I'm saying this. And so we move from 5.05 into 5.55. And 5.55 is about positive change now. And it's interesting because I looked over at my phone and it's 77%. Being the seeker of the positive change. So when you get off the fence and you say, here's what I want, not what I need, and you move out of lack and limitation, you move out of guilt, guilt, shame, and blame, you move out of envy and jealousy. When you move out of envy and jealousy is when you can allow the things that other people have or what they've done to inspire you. If there's something that I see someone has or they've done that is amazing, I think, wow, that is amazing. That inspires me. I'm going to take that and allow that to inspire me in my creativity. How can that inspire me? How can that add to me? I don't feel jealousy and envy. I mean, maybe people with a beach house and a big boat right now because I want a beach house and it would be fun to be on the boat. Right. Maybe somebody that has a really cool travel vehicle right now. I absolutely, I could get that. I get that. I get that. I could feel that. Right. Instead, what are my husband and I doing? We're allowing all those beach houses, all those travel vehicles. We just watched one this morning. The coolest military vehicle. They, it was only $9,000 and they turned it into this incredible travel vehicle. And I looked at him and I said, Oh, yes, now I want that thing. And he got really excited about it. I didn't even know we could do that. And so we learned something new today that was really exciting. So we allowed another couple that created an extreme travel vehicle that could go anywhere and sustain them full time. It even had a washer and dryer on board. I mean, it's amazing. Instead of me being jealous and envious, I allow it to inspire me. When we were digging crystals or mining crystals, you know, we spent quite quite a while traveling and mining crystals. Before we were mining those crystals, I remember watching the crystal collector on YouTube. And if you want to know anything about mining crystals in the United States, go to the crystal collector on YouTube. So much valuable information in his videos. His name is Brian and we would watch his videos. This was before 2021, and the first time we ever went to mine crystals was April of 2021. Actually, it's kind of funny because it was April 1st, 2021, was the very first day we mined our own crystals, and it's April Fool's Day. How funny, right? (laughs) And so we manifested our very first crystal dig day on April Fool's Day of 2021. Well, before that, we would watch video after video, my husband and I, and talk about it. 
And instead of being jealous and envious of other people mining crystals, we learned and we started making lists of all the places that were near us. And so we had the salt flats, the salt plains in Oklahoma on our list because I believe it's like four hours away from where we live. And there was this beautiful campsite area nearby and we are, we are primitive campers and hikers and it just seemed so perfect in the springtime for us to head to Oklahoma and it was super remote area and we went out there and guess who was there our very first day of mining crystals Brian the crystal collector he was there the we had no idea he was going to be there we didn't even plan to go there because of him. It was just on our list and it happened to be the, one of the closest place to our home at the time. And we go there and he was there. And it was so, <laughs> so cool that we manifested this very first crystal dig and he happened to be there. And he was one of the people that we would manifest while watching his videos. So it doesn't, it didn't surprise either one of my husband and I that he was there. Because we used his videos to manifest what we wanted for ourselves. And so instead of us being jealous and envious of what he was doing, we allowed it to inspire us to be a part of that. And we did. And there he was. How amazing, right? So of course we manifested the same day that he was there. We would be there. When you allow yourself to move out of lack and limitation, jealousy, envy, blame, shame, guilt, everything shifts. It does. You've lived a life of things that you wanted and didn't want. And now, right now, you can make the choice. Right now. I want this now. And you can begin to create what you want, but there's going to be a shifting and purging instead of hoarding is the invitation. There's a letting go. There's a release. I don't care if you are in my coaching, if you have done an energy reading with me, whatever it is, there has always been an invitation to let go and release, to create the space for what you want. So if there's a thought, an event, a traumatic experience, something that you didn't want to occur for you, you can turn the page on that. You can allow yourself to stop replaying those events in your mind and let it go. Get in the mirror. Get your audio recorder out. Start writing it down. Whatever you need to do to reprogram the thoughts, to let go of the stuff that was then, this is now. I don't want to do that anymore. I want to do this now. And if you would take your focus off of maybe even what you have in that moment and just use what you have from wherever it is, use what you have, the space you have, use what you have. You have everything you need right now to be everything you want to be. But what you can't do is keep carrying around everything from the past that's unwanted and think that you're going to manifest something new. So here's what's happened. Here's what happens when you get off the fence and quit wobbling back and forth, that whole duality, the two sides, and just get off the fence and say, I'm a manifester. I'm doing this thing. I'm not trying. I'm doing it. 
I'm going to do this. Every day I'm going to make the choice for myself. Every day I'm going to listen to myself. In the days that I'm not feeling it, I'm going to chill. I'm going to do something fun. I'm going to relax about it. I'm going to go easy on myself. I'm going to love myself. I'm going to listen to myself. And the things I don't like about myself, I'm just going to stop doing that. I'm just going to cut that out. I'm going to start doing the stuff that I like. I'm going to start being the person I want to be. I'm going to be the friend I want to have. This is your opportunity to be who you want to be. Don't talk about it. Just be about it. If you want to be like that person, then start doing those things. Say those things. But you got to breathe about it. Allow yourself to shift into that. It's not forcing it, not should be, should have. So here's what it looks like. You get off the fence. You say, yes, I want to do this. Yes, I want to manifest. Well, you got to know yourself. There's no how to do you. Only you know how to be you. I can guide people. I can coach people. But I guide people and coach people into listening to themselves. It's not listening to me. It's listening to you. It's not about me. It's about you. The minute somebody makes coaching about me, I stop. We stop coaching. (laughs) We got to get to the bottom of it. And it's happened. It's happened. There's this need a lot of people have to project the energy, to shift the energy. And a lot of times people will put the energy on other people. So I invite you to not project your energy onto others. Really feel for it yourself. You're responsible for filling your own cup. You're responsible for communicating about yourself, whether it's to you or to others. So when I was shifting, it was up to me to communicate with the people around me. It wasn't up to them to read my mind or to know. You can't expect other people to know what's best for you. It's about you knowing what's best for you. And so again, in my coaching program, There have been people that project or put it onto me and put that energy into me and make it about me. And everything stops at that point because it's not about me. It's not my thoughts. It's not my manifestations. It's not what I'm doing. It's what you're doing. It's what they're doing. And so as you get off the fence, as you say yes to yourself, There's going to be a need for you to stay focused on you. It is about you. So those triggered moments, those moments that you do feel the unwanted, you got to go into you. Why why are you feeling that way? What is it? What do you feel like you're lacking? Where is that for you? Is it the self-love? Are you not loving yourself? What is it? Allow that to inspire you instead of destroying you inspiration, no more victim. You're not a victim. You're a powerful creator. You take back your power. The clarity, even when the clarity isn't what you want and it can be hurtful and it can hurt your feelings. I get my feelings hurt (laughs) and I say it out loud, man, higher self, my feelings are really hurt. And I have a, I have a conversation with myself and I understand why my feelings are hurt and I comfort and soothe myself. And I know what's going on. It's not on anybody else. It's not on anybody else. It's on me. Because if somebody else is hurting my feelings, I can just choose for them to not be in my life anymore. 
I don't even have to have a conversation with them. I can just move right on. So I got to know what I'm feeling. It's always about you. It's always about you. And if it is about somebody else, maybe that is bringing it into your awareness that there's an issue with somebody else. And maybe that somebody else isn't for you. Maybe that somebody else pulls up some emotions and feelings that's not your vibe. So again, knowing, so you know if it's you or them and what you need to do. And if it's them, it's not about changing them. It's not about them doing something different. It's about you deciding if you want to be in their life or not. Yeah, let that one sink in. So when you get off the fence and you say yes to yourself and you don't project onto other people and you really look at yourself, you hear yourself, you see what's going on with self. And you let everybody else do who they are. Let them be them and you be you. Disconnect. Retreat into yourself so you know what's you, what's not you. And then you can choose whether that's a good relationship for you or not. Or you move on. A lot of relationships, a lot of things are seasonal. Life is seasonal. There's cycles. And if you could just let go and not hold on. I have had so many friendships that are seasonal. I just have, there's been as so many people that have jumped into my coaching for 30 days and I've never heard from them again because they changed their life and they moved on. They got off of social media. There have been more people in my coaching that I haven't heard from than I still am connected to. There have been so many people, they jump in for 30 days, they go all in, they know what they want, they have all the tools and resources and they get off of social media. They they go live their life. And now I might I might get a personal message from them just saying, thank you again. And, you know, life is great. But they don't need to please people anymore. They don't need to do the things that they used to do anymore. And so they change their life. They move on. And it's amazing. And so if you want to be one of those people that really wants to make things happen and be that powerful creator and manifest for yourself. You've got to know yourself. You've got to hear yourself and pull back, retreat, know what's going on. And you have to know what you want, write it down, say it out loud. And you know, for me, every day is a new thing I want. So every day I voice new things that I want, new experiences. And I say yes now with my eyes all the time. If there's something I see in life, I'll just think to myself, oh, yes, now. (laughs) Oh, yes, now. Oh, yes, now. That looks perfect for me. Yes. Instead of feeling the lack and limitation, I go, oh, yes. Yes, yes. Every time I see a Jeep, I say yes. (laughs) I do. I love Jeeps. I love them. I always say yes to a Jeep. Once you get off that fence, it really is the summit moments. And this really came through my live stream the past couple of nights. And that is this idea of really elevating and ascending, rising up to these summit moments, the elevated moments. And those of us that are really tuned into being powerful creators and manifesting the wanted life, and we don't waste any of our energy on lack, limitation, jealousy, envy, blame, shame, guilt, like we just opt out of that. I opt out. (laughs) I just say I pass. I opt out. And to be honest with you, I actually have conversations. Yes, I do. 
I tell people all the time, face-to-face, via text, via video call, I opt out. I'm going to opt out of this conversation or this vibration. I'm, I had a guy come to my door yesterday and he lied to me about what he was there. He was telling me he wasn't selling me anything and he was. And it's funny because it was captured on my ring camera, the whole conversation. And it was 103 degrees outside. So it was really hot and I have shade on my front porch, but it was still really hot. And so he got me out of my house and alarmed my dog and said he wasn't selling me anything. And he was, he was a cable guy. And I'm not happy with the cable companies here. And I have a cable box in my yard. It's not a very happy, high vibrational conversation for me. So I don't talk about it. And that has all been resolved for me. I manifested the resolution. And so when he called me outside, I looked at him and I said, I opt out. You lied to me. You got me out here telling me you're not selling anything. And you are. You're trying to sell me cable. And that is an is a unwanted conversation for me. And he, the look on his face was, wow. And I said, so I'm going to opt out of this. Please don't knock on my door again. I do tell people I opt out. I have a neighbor that walked across the street from me a couple of years ago, ready to talk to me about sickness and face masks and lack of freedom. And it was really unwanted for me. And I wasn't going to have the conversation. And I just told her that I wasn't going to have the conversation, that I didn't agree. And it wasn't something that I wanted to talk about. And that I loved her very much. And I hope she has a wonderful day. And she just kept going. And I said, I really choose to opt out of this conversation. This is something I choose not to discuss. I'm not going to be in divide. So for me, I just tell people I'm honest. This is a conversation I really don't care to have. And hopefully they can read my body language and they can understand because there's just certain vibrations I'm not going to participate in because I'm here to shift that. And the thing is, is that I don't have to raise the rest of the world. I don't have to train other people up. I don't have to teach them. I don't have to convince them. I don't have to tell them. That's up, that's up to them. But when they engage me and they roll into my energetic space or my life, they're along my path and it doesn't match vibration for me. I just express, I opt out of this. This is not for me. I'm not going to be involved in this. I opt out. I move on. I'm not going to keep feeding the unwanted energy, but I also am not here to convince people or teach them. This is free will choice. Life is a choice. So people who are attracted to me and match my vibration, we can feel that. The people that don't match my vibration, I just go my way. I opt out of it and I don't have those conversations, but I don't fight against it. So I'm not anti-anything. I'm not anti-anything. I don't do clubs. I'm not a part of any of that. I just do me. I'm free-spirited. And so I'm not anti-anything. You can be, do you have, make your own choices. And I'm going to be, do you have, and go wherever I want to go and do me. And I think that we've all been able to see that here in the past few years, this personal choice. And I know that as we are moving into this higher vibrational part of the universe, this fourth dimension is opening and this fifth dimension is opening as we're shifting out of this third dimension. And it's a matter of density and heaviness. And so I'm just not going to carry the density or heaviness and I'm not going to have those dense, heavy conversations anymore unless it allows for ascension and shifting. 
<laughs> that's where I am. And so if we're not going to shift the conversation, then it's a waste of, it's a waste of time and energy for me. And I'm just going to move on. So I'm not here to convince anybody of anything. I'm not here to teach anything. I'm here to shift things. And that is an energy exchange for those that want to be a part of that. And they want to participate in that. And so when you're actively manifesting and you're elevating, it really is summit to summit moments. And the summits are not destinations. You know it's happening. It's always happening. And you're aware of it and you're appreciating it. And the stuff that you don't appreciate and you don't like, well, that's the opposite of what you do want. And it, when we talk about this magnet, the positive, the wanted, the negative, the unwanted, there's this repelling aspect to the magnet. You can repel just like you can attract. And so once you realize that it's all happening now and you're just elevating, 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 there is no going backwards. There's no retrograde then what happens is you stop sliding back down the mountain. Because what happens is it feels like some of you are climbing up the mountain, right? Hands and feet, you're climbing, climbing. You're getting to the next summit. You're going, you're climbing. And all of a sudden, you feel like you're just falling down the mountain. It's painful. It's brutal. You feel like you're sliding backwards. You're moving. Like there's this retrograde. It's an illusion. The summit is not the destination. The summits are plural. They're multiple. They're endless. It's evolution. You're going to summit and summit and summit. It's a journey. There are so many destinations along the way. And if you could celebrate all those summit moments and stand on that summit moment, even if the summit moment are your thoughts I'm not thinking those thoughts anymore. I'm thinking these thoughts now. I'm not on the fence wobbling back and forth. I'm not doing lack and limitation. I'm not doing blame, shame, guilt anymore. I'm not doing jealous and envy anymore. I'm not doing that stuff anymore. I'm really reaching for joy and happiness. I'm going to invite you guys to get out of positivity and love. Just, I don't talk about positivity and love. Love is messy and jealousy and envy is in there. And there's some people, they, they will never feel my love. I, it will never be enough for them. I have parents that my love will never be enough for them. So I have learned to the core of me what that feels like in other humans. So when I come across a human, that I'm never going to be enough for them, that my love will never be enough for them, I will run away. Not walk, I will run. <laughs> Think of that song, Psycho Killer, Run, Run, Run Away. That's what it is for me. Because I know what that feels like to pour out and pour out and it never, ever, ever be enough to the point that you're empty and you, it's never enough for the other person, that that for me is so draining and so unwanted. I don't, I don't have to learn a second or a third time. I will run away from that relationship. I can't do that because I know how toxic that is. And I know it does not lead to anything good. 
Because what happens is that other person feels emptiness that they don't complete. They're, they're, they're empty and they just suck from you and it's never going to be enough. It's never going to be enough. And the amount of, of emotion and feelings, you become entangled vibrationally with them and they suck you in. And so for me, I recognize that in that moment, I see it. And when I see it, I run away from that. I slam the door. I run away. I do not engage with that vibration at all. And what's interesting is that the other people, right, on the other side of that, what they feel is that energetic disconnection and I'm just gone. I'm just out and it's silence. I don't react. I don't fight. I'm just, I made the conscious choice to be done. And I know how to energetically be done. And the other person feels that and it feels hurtful for them. It feels like abandonment. It feels like rejection for them. Well, the thing is, is that it's not for me to fulfill them and to complete them. That's for them to fulfill themselves and complete themselves. And the interesting thing is, is that my most important relationships in my life, my husband, my child, they have never, ever drained me of my energy. My love has always been enough for them. And their love has always been enough for me. But I don't feel lack and limitation with them or blame, shame, guilt. We don't have blame, shame, guilt in our household. We don't do that. There is no jealousy and envy in our household. We don't feel that vibration at all. And if there's something that we want and we don't feel like we have that, we support one another. We rally. We're there for each other. You know, in those days that sometimes we're a jerk to each other or snip at each other or whatever, it's okay. We cut each other loose. It's okay. We don't bark at each other. But you know what? If there is barking or something's going on, we ask, are you okay? Are you hangry? Are you hungry and angry? What's going on with you? Can I help you? What can I do to help you? We don't, we don't bark back at each other. So it's a different kind of vibration. We're not defensive. We're loving. It's natural. And that's the thing. We don't focus on love and positivity because love gets dicey. Instead, we just play. We're joyful and happy. We want to see each other accomplish and manifest. We want the best for one another, whatever that is. Whatever that is. So we tell the wanted story in our household. And that's the one thing. When you need to get out what you're feeling, when you need to purge it, cry it out, feel it, whatever, get it out. And then say what you want. And that's what we do. Cry it out. Get it out. Scream it out. Be mad. Feel your feelings. Get it out. Sweat it out. Cry it out. Move it out. Whatever you have, sleep it out. Whatever you need to do, get it out. And then you got to fill up on what you want. And in our house, we say, what do you want? And we make the other person, we don't make, we invite them really. We don't make, we invite them to say, what do you want? Okay, now tell me the wanted, wanted story. So sometimes my son will come to me and he'll be like, I'm really, I, I don't want this to happen. I don't want this thing to happen. 
with anxiety or worry. And I'll say, great, then tell me what you want to have happen. He's like, but I really don't want this thing to happen. And then I go, okay, tell me what you don't want to have happen. Get it out. And once I allow him to process, I don't want this. Okay, cool. We don't want that. Now tell me the story you want. And then he goes, I want this. And I go, great. I do too. I want that for you too. Just this processing. Because you can't fake it until you make it. You don't have to fake it. It's not about love and positivity. You see, love and positivity is the overflow from joy and happiness. And when you're happy and joyful for everybody on planet Earth, because you want them to all be joyful and happy, and you don't have judgment, and you don't care what people are doing and not doing, because you're just focused on what you're doing, you want joy and happiness for everyone, everyone. There's an overflow. Love and positivity is the reward of that. It's natural. And so if you're really feeling the opposite of love and positivity, joy and happiness is the vibration. And if there's people around you that that don't bring out joy and happiness, that's a decision to make. That You have choices. You got to create space for yourself. So maybe creating space are thoughts, words, the people in your life, your environment, whatever it is. Because it's just not a reality that some people manifest and some people don't. Some people are good at it. Some people aren't. That's just not even a reality. It's a matter of getting out of whatever that is unwanted, getting into the present moment, stop playing those tapes, stop doing those same things. And start expressing what is wanted. Have those conversations. But there's a time of shifting. And not only that, planet Earth is shifting. We're all shifting money. And it's exciting because I have quite a few people coming my way that want to shift money with me. I have quite a few people that have come forward that are really amazing with money. And they're much older and wiser than me. And I'm excited Because I know I'm here to shift money into energy and for people to know how naturally supported they are for their human experience, for their planet Earth experience, and to remember that. So if there's one thing that you can manifest for yourself, financial freedom. Just asking this, what would it take to be financially free? What would it take to not have to work for money? What would it take for me to open to money being energy? Asking yourself questions, asking questions opens the energy. It just opens. So for me, I'm walking the dog, I'm outside watering the yard, whatever it is. I start just talking to the energy, to the sky, to nature, the trees, to the animals, the plants. I just start talking my higher self to me, whomever is listening (laughs) and start saying, this is what I want. This is what I want. And then I say what I want for other people. I love manifesting for other people. And that's the overflow. When you can start manifesting for other people with your thoughts and words and just pour it out without them knowing you overflow like a fountain. And it's interesting because I knew I've been having a lot of dreams recently in the early mornings. And then I go back to sleep because I wake up really early and sometimes I'll go back to sleep and I'll have crazy, awesome dreams. 
And I love dream time. I love sleeping. I embrace my evenings and my mornings. I love it. And a lot of times I don't even pick up my phone or engage my computer until afternoon. I just don't. A lot of times I won't even look at my phone until noon. Um, it's, it's really something I allowed for myself was to be able to wake up every morning, even if I wake up with the sunrise to allow myself all of the morning, whatever that may look like for me. Now I'm a creator, so I'm always creating. I'm always doing, I'm incredibly fast moving. If I talk about it, it's because I've already done it. And so I don't have a lack of accomplishing things and getting things moving. (laughs) I'm a doer and I'm really fast moving. And so to be able to start my days with really being able to shape and create, that's something that I needed to manifest for myself. So that was my biggest manifestation at the very beginning. And that was no alarm clock, allowing myself to get up and wake up whenever I wanted to, to choose and to start my days however I wanted to start my days. And what's interesting is I love waking up with the sun. I love getting up early. And sometimes I'll just lay back down or I'll love on my animals or go outside or whatever it is. So some days I meditate. Some days I'm I'm outside hiking. You know, some days, I mean, it's just new for me. Every day I can decide something new. Some days I am creating. <laughs> I am doing things. Um, but I allow myself that flexibility in the morning so that I can establish whatever the energy and I have the freedom to tune in for myself. And so I've been knowing these past few mornings that I'm dreaming a lot, but I haven't been able to easily recall them. And so I'm spending a lot of time recalling the dream, recalling the dream. And so here's what's interesting. I really knew that I dreamed about something special this morning, early, early this morning. And I had a really hard time recalling it. And instead of being frustrated or saying like, I can't remember my dreams, which is what most people say. My husband says it all the time. And I'm like, well, I'm not surprised you don't because you say that on repeat. And for me, I just say, ooh, I'm recalling my dream. I, I never say I don't remember my dream. I just say I'm recalling it. And I know I can go into a meditative state of mind or even my daydreams will be recalling my dreams while I'm sleeping. And so today I was really, really tuning in to focusing on recalling. And I remember it was a fountain. I was standing by this beautiful water fountain, this just fountain. And it has really brought this feeling and emotion, this fountain, this endless fountain of life and inspiration and flow. And I don't know all the details of this dream around the fountain, but I do know this is that as I'm talking to you here in this podcast, this memory, this recalling of the fountain in my dream this morning is bringing forward this vibration of never ending bounty abundance, life, life force energy, this like fountain of youth, this fountain of abundance and vitality. And I do feel this fountain within me and just this flow and this movement, this never ending stream and flow and fountain. So I want to invite you 
to entering into these summit moments that you're never moving backwards. You're never sliding down the mountain and you don't even have to climb the mountain. You can just easily elevate up. You can levitate. You can hover. There's ease and flow, but there's a shifting. And as you let go and release and open, you create new space. So I want to invite you to no longer be a hoarder, hoarding the old unwanted memories, hoarding the unwanted relationships, hoarding whatever it is. It's time to clear it out. It's time to make space. So I want to invite you to let go, to purge, to release. And make the mental decision right now to get off the fence, to stop the wobble, whatever it is for you, and start ascending, rising up into what you want and who you know you are. Doubt and overcomplication, it's so easy to get caught up in that. It's so easy to get caught up in the unwanted, the noise, the drama, but there's an invitation to shift out of that. And it doesn't matter how long it takes you to shift. I mean, how long did it take you to learn to talk and walk? How long did it take you to learn to do some of the things you've learned to do in life? You're shifting. You're learning something new. You're remembering. It's time to open up to that. This is just a new way of life for you. This is your new normal. You're shifting out of it. You're becoming. It's happening. You're doing it. You're doing it. You're doing it. It's happening. So I invite you to reprogram. There's EFT, emotional freedom technique, tapping. I talk about this in my lives all the time. I do it with people quite often. You can look it up. EFT, emotional freedom, tapping, tapping what you want. Write it, sing it, dance it, become it, visualize it. I have unlimited meditations on YouTube, Patreon, Spotify, Amazon Music to assist in this. There is an invitation for you to entrance upon the resonance. Put headphones of life on. When you can allow yourself to put on some some headphones of life and allow everything to become music for you, to where you just don't tune into the unwanted and you create what's wanted, you have to allow the shift to occur for you. But the only way that you're going to shift into what you want is by letting go of the heaviest vibrations, the, the low third dimensional vibrations to allow yourself to levitate, elevate up, rise up out of that. So it's time to say no more lack and limitation no more survival mode, no more jealousy and envy, no more blame, shame, or guilt. It's over. Cutting yourself and others loose, having different conversations, or just opting out and moving on. The struggle doesn't have to be a struggle. You got to let go and release it and open to something new. And then from there, I want to invite you to feel for the innovation and solution the open way. This is the only way to really shift into what's wanted. And we're all feeling for solutions, innovation, the open way, the new way, the new way, new beginnings. 
It's happening now. The energy is so fast moving. So stop holding yourself back. Cut yourself loose. It's happening. You're doing it. Every thought, every word. It's time to start hearing from yourself. So what do you want? What do you want?